What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Sade. And I don't know. I guess we can call this a little chit-chat or whatever. Um, No, I know what I'm going to call it. My testimony. Okay? I just want to testify. I just want to let y'all know how good the Lord is, how God has been moving within me and for me. Why my phone not charging? Okay? So, I... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Holy Spirit. Listen, so I was just about to say I just turned 29 and then 29 seconds had hit the phone before I could say it. But I just turned 29 yesterday and I feel, I feel sensational. I feel phenomenal. I feel like a whole new woman. You know, like when you go and you get a wax, that's how I feel. Like a whole new woman. I do. So... Yeah, this is Refine 29, and I just want to testify real quick. Yes, there we go. Phone charging. Okay, so this season, by this season, I'm referring to, like, this year, right, so far. This season has been very special to me because I've never been so devoted or focused on anything like normally I'm like focused for a little bit and then I go focus on something else then my focus breaks and then I go focus on something else but it's not the case with this I've been very focused and determined on my like healing my emotional maturity and mental maturity spiritual maturity and my development as well as my healing I don't think I said healing but yeah my healing and the Lord has been with me every step of the way. He has been with me every step of the way. And I'm so grateful to, like, have him along this walk with me. Psalms 23, you know, he said he will lead me with green pastures aside still waters. Okay? His rod and his staff, they comfort me. And I didn't understand that verse until I read it, like, six times. So when I'm going through this, the wilderness, my tests, my trials, my um, obstacles, when you pick the road less traveled, there's more blockages. There's more battles that I got to get through before I can get to my promise. And the Lord has been there with me every step of the way. He has not left me. He's been very patient with me, even when I was not patient with myself, and I wasn't patient with him. You understand me? But I've learned so much this year. Not talking about 29. 29 just began. You understand? I'm talking about 28. I've learned so much. I've learned what I want, what I don't want, what I'm willing to do to get what I want. And you know, hold on. Oh, foolishly. Here I go. I'm over here looking for my phone. It's in my hand. Help me. (laughs) Okay, hold on. Let's see. Ding, 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 ding. I look good in yellow. All right. So, 
Matthew 7 verse 13 says, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few finds it. Ouch. So, I have the pleasure of saying that I've done both. But in this season, I chose the road less traveled, the narrow road that leads to life because I did it my way and I didn't like it. I, I don't, I didn't like where it led me. It led me to betrayal. It led me to heartache. It led me to trauma, toxicity, abuse, addiction, anger. It led me to just things that was not good for my mind, for my spirit, for my body. Very detrimental to my healing, to my growth, my development, my my purpose. You see, the thing about God is he gives us free will. Free will to do what we please. And I've always been a spiritual woman. I've always been a praying woman. Um, you know, I went to, uh, what's it called? Private school, Christian schools, Catholic schools, all the way up until high school. So I know the Lord, (laughs) I know the Lord. I have morals, I have ethics, I have a good head on my shoulders. Um, but you know, like everybody else, I strayed away and I decided to do what I wanted to do without seeking the kingdom of God without consulting with my father, like I'm referring to my heavenly father and, you know, taking counsel in the Lord before I make moves. And it resulted in heartbreak, sometimes abuse, you know, trauma. It just didn't work out for me when I tried to do it my way. So I decided to choose a narrow path, the road that's traveled. I chose to really commit and um, take my faith walk and my journey walk serious, like serious, really serious, because I'm not cut out <laughs> for the devil's playground. I'm not cut out for it. Like I dipped a toe in it, like as far as like, moving in the flesh and everything like that. I dipped a toe in it, and it's not for me. Like, my heart is too pure. And it's like, I know too much now. I have too much wisdom to go back to the old things that I used to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to turn from some vices, like smoking. I was a very heavy um, weed smoker. I had to cut that out because what God needs me to see, he needs me to have a clear mind. He needs me to move (laughs) vigilantly, vigilantly. Why? (laughs) Why? 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 Vigilantly. Yo, I've been messing up this word all day. He needs me to be 
diligent in all that I do. He needs me to be alert and aware. You know what I'm saying? When I put on, when I dress myself physically, I dress myself spiritually because I have an assignment. And the enemy and his agents don't want me to fulfill my assignment. But luckily for me, it's not up to them. (laughs) I'm going to do it anyway because you know why? I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I recommitted myself to Christ. I got baptized on the 24th. Um, I did that with my son. I've been baptized three times. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) The first time I was like super young. The second time I thought I was ready, but... I was nowhere near ready or prepared for the things that I was going to be faced with. Um, But this time, this time was different. I was prepared in this season, this single season. And when I say single season, I'm not just saying like, oh, I'm not dating nobody. Like, it's really just me. It's me, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And then it's, you know, my baby. It's just me. So I can really focus on my development. And I can really hear the Lord's instructions. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can hear what he's telling me to do to prepare me. I'm able to listen to my intuition without having somebody gaslight me. Calling me crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm able to take heed to the warnings. I'm more disciplined. Like, I've never fasted this much in my life. (laughs) Man, it, it feels like every two weeks I'm going on a fast. And I'm doing it, like, willingly. Like, all right, I know what I need to do. I need to fast. All right, I know what I need to do. I need to pray. Oh, it's a verse on this. You know what I'm saying? Like... I'm committed. Let me tell you, when I was on the way, what's happening? Okay. When I was on the way to the church to get baptized, the Holy Spirit convicted me. And (laughs) I just started crying. Like crying. Crying. And my mom was like, you know, are you scared? And I'm like, no. I just didn't think that I would make it here. Getting baptized again was the only thing that I wanted to do for my birthday, and I did it. I had such a beautiful birthday. (laughs) It was so beautiful. It was so peaceful, and it was everything I wanted. I wanted to be left alone. I wanted to do what I wanted to do and be left alone, and I wanted to get baptized, and I got baptized with my baby boy. I got baptized with my son. That was super special for me and for him. Because we did this walk together. You know, we're doing it together. Um, And, yeah, okay, sorry. I lost my train of thought. But I started crying because I didn't think 
one, I was going to make it to 29. And two, I didn't think I was going to make it to 29 and choose to recommit my life over to Christ and get baptized. You know what I'm saying? I had, like, a year ago, <clears throat> two years ago, I, I'm i like, I want 29 blunts on a birthday cake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where my mind was. But, um, ooh, glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. He delivered me. He saved me. Like, he really saved me from the hand of the enemy. Ooh. It's so hard not to get emotional because when I talk about it, it's like, dang, like you really don't know what God is protecting you from. You really don't know the battles that he's fighting on your behalf until, you know, victory is won and it's over. And you look back and you're like, wow, I thank God for protecting me from what I thought I wanted. I have been delivered from my anger problems. Like... I used to get, like, irrationally mad. But it was, ne- it'd be something small, but it's because I would let it fester and I wouldn't talk about it. I wouldn't talk about how I felt because I didn't feel heard. You see the pattern there? I didn't feel heard. For a long time, I felt like, I, <laughs> I used to refer to myself as, like, a doll in a jar or in a cage like a little clear box you know she's pretty to look at she's nice to look at but I don't want to hear her I don't want to see her for her value I'm just going to put her on a shelf and then I'm going to take her down and show her off then I'm going to kick the box around shake it up a little bit then put it back on the shelf like that's how I felt for a really long time and I don't feel that way anymore. By the grace of God, I feel heard. I feel heard. I feel healed. I feel... I don't know. I feel free. Like, I feel like I I can be me. And that same value that I was looking for people to see in me. Like, yo, you can trust me. Like, yo, I ain't like this. I ain't like that. I see it in myself. And I appreciate it for myself. Like... Excuse my language. I don't give a damn who don't see it. Because nine times out of ten, they see it. They just don't want me to see it. Because once I see my value, I'm out of there. Fast forward to the now. I'm out of there. The people that I was walking with in 21 and 2020 and 2019, they are no longer here. They are no longer in my world. And I have the authority and the power to cut them off. And I did. Intentionally. I did it with intent. God revealed everything to me about each and every person that I, you know, cut off. And I didn't ask no questions because I understood that where he was taking me and the works that he was doing within me and for me, they could not come. Psalms 23, he said he will present a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Enemies not always, you know what I'm saying, right in front of you. It be the people that you hold close, that don't want to see you win. But now, 
You got to watch me eat humbly. You got to watch me get these blessings. Because, you know, God has seen it. He heard it all. He heard it all. He seen it. He knew, he knew the intent behind a lot of things that the people was doing. You know, when it came to me, he gave me the knowledge and the strength and the courage to just stand alone. Like, if you're going to be alone in these connections and in these relationships, you might as well just stand on your own. Like, you might as well just be alone. Let me work on you. Let me heal you. And let me up your potential. And that's what I allowed him to do. I surrendered. Excuse me. I surrendered. And once I surrendered... I found peace. I found peace. like, And it took me a long time to find some peace, to get my peace. I prayed for it. So I'm guarding my post. Ain't nobody, I'm not giving my peace over to nobody. I'm protecting it. I'm guarding it. I'm holding it close. That's what God did for me. That's how the Lord been moving in my life. Like, I remember... <laughs> I remember I Googled how to forgive. <laughs> Child, I was doing everything but picking that book up. I was doing everything but picking up that Bible. I was resisting. And the thing about the Lord is, he He's, he's going to be where you left him. He's going to be right where you left him. I strayed so far. I got so deep into a toxic relationship. Boy, that shit was abusive. It was so abusive and I was so deep in it. I was so deep in it until I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I prayed and he delivered me out of it. Minus the heartbreak. You would think I'd be toe up about it. I was not and still not toe up about it. I'm not toe up about nothing. Nobody that I left or no connection, relationship, friendship that I ended, I don't feel bad. I ain't shed not one tear. You understand what I'm saying? These people thought that I was foolish. They was paying witch doctors, doing black magic, speaking curses over my life, but being in my face. And had the nerve to want to know why I don't talk to them anymore. Hmm. Another thing the Lord has done for me. He showed me what real love was. Like, I already knew what love was. Like, okay, Jesus died on the cross for me. You know, he loved me. But he said, no, 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 no. Let me remind you. <laughs> Let me remind you what real love is, what true love is, what pure love is. And what you've been involved in is not. This not it. Tough love is not love. I don't care what nobody say. My whole life I have been loved roughly. And I am in a space, I'm in a place where I want to love gently and I'm giving gentle love. I should not have to defend myself against somebody that say that they love me. I should not have to defend myself 
or be defensive with people that I love because I feel attacked because I feel like there is no safe space I feel like it's either gonna be me or you that's not love and I thank God for taking me out of that situation I I thank God for taking me out of that situation man Mm. he said love is patient love is kind just them two verses right there or one verse made me realize I ain't never experienced love I ain't had nobody be patient with me or be kind to me but I was kind and patient with people that I had no business being patient with You see, the thing is, I was praying for something. I was praying for a godly relationship and a godly man. But I was entertaining something else. And I healed for me because I was ready to have harmony and peace and joy in my heart. And I wanted to be free. Like, you never see a butterfly travel in a pack. And it's very rare that anybody captures a butterfly. I mean, unless they're a butterfly hunter or something like that. But I just feel like in this moment, in this hour, I'm free. I'm free to be me. I'm free to, like, flutter and float and go wherever I want to go. I mean, the sun don't ask for permission to shine. So why I got to dim my light? So that a grown-ass boy could feel superior and feel like a man. And to do that, he had to beat me down. Like mentally, emotionally, verbally. Had to hurt me physically. Like, what? You know what I'm saying? I thank God for delivering me out of that situation and, and blessing me to keep my mind. You see, I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. I've always been a Proverbs 31 woman. And niggas see that. Sorry, excuse my language. <laughs> it, it, you know, it slips out from time to time. I'm still working on it. The Lord is still working on my language. Um... Yeah, people see that. And they take advantage. And they're quick to say, oh, submit, submit, submit. You don't listen. You won't submit. I'm not going to submit to somebody who is not led by the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to submit to somebody when I have insight and I know where you're trying to... Look, y'all heard that? (laughs) <laughs> you heard that? That it went off. That's confirmation. You you don't have um what I'm saying. Oh, I'm not gonna submit to somebody and I know you're intentionally trying to lead me down a path that I have no business going on. You're not gonna drag me to hell with you. You understand what I'm saying? So I just seek God and I seek this kingdom. I seek the wisdom 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I got tired of trying to figure out things on my own. I got tired of being impatient. I wanted to heal. Heal for me and heal for the family that I want. The husband that I want. You understand what I'm saying? That I deserve. That I'm supposed to be with. That we're going to be able to move in purpose. Not just because we look good together or we want to be together. We have a purpose. We have an assignment. The Lord also revealed to me that it was never working in these connections and these friendships because we were not equally yoked. We weren't equally yoked. For those who don't know what that is, we were not spiritually aligned. We were not compatible spiritually. I ran off of morals and ethics. They ran off of whatever they wanted to run off of. We were not equally yoked. That's why it did not prosper. It didn't do good. You see, some men, they pray for spiritual women. And they abuse them. Or take them for granted. When you really need to look at spiritual women, especially when you're being gifted one, you need to appreciate it. Especially when she can like help you. Like, she can help you. I'm not trying to save nobody. I'm not Jesus. I'm not trying to save nobody. But what I'm saying is, if they pull you closer to Christ, and they keep you in the path of righteousness that you're supposed to be on, you need to keep them close. If they draw you away from God and your purpose, you need to steer far away from them. And both of those, I've only been in two relationships. Both of those relationships pulled me away from God. They made me feel, um, not shame, but I had to hide my spirituality. Like, I couldn't pray around them. I couldn't read my word around them. I couldn't meditate around them. I couldn't praise around him. My last relationship, I didn't even sing around that nigga. I didn't even hum. That was a red flag right there. I can't sing worth the lick, but I'm a songbird. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. But when I realized, I'm like, I don't even sing around this nigga. I don't hum a hymn. I don't, I don't do none of that. Because I was on defense. I could not be myself. And these are all the things that the Lord revealed to me. So when you seek wisdom from the kingdom of God and you seek his face, he will tell you. He will tell you. He will show you. And I thank God for like renewing my mind and my thinking process and allowing me to be receptive to what he was showing me. I was receptive And I wasn't defensive because I was dedicated to changing how I was and those choices that I was making. So now it's mandatory. You have to be a God-fearing man with me. You got to pray with me before you lay with me. 
You need to be patient. You gonna have to be patient with me. <laughs> you gonna have to be patient. You're gonna have to respect me. Respect my spirituality. Respect my faith. Because I'm tired. I, I'm tired of loving these demons. I'm tired of sleeping with the enemy. I would send prayers and they would get ignored. I would send nudes and I get all kind of hard eyes and everything. That's an issue for me. I would send prayers, like literally praying on the little voice note thing. I would pray. Get ignored. Get ignored every time. Don't send me that shit. That's what my first husband said. That's what he said. He was in the military. And this was when, like, they was, like, heavy, like, lynching people. You know what I'm saying? So I was concerned. I was worried. You know, so I would pray. And I would say him little prayers. Don't send me that shit. You fucking church girl. And da da da. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Child, I don't know. Just to get into another relationship where my faith is being mocked. Oh, you think you're Queen Sheba? Oh, what? You, 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 like, oh, let's pray. Knowing damn well you don't want to pray mid-argument. Like, you're, you're trying to be funny. I even sent prayers to that motherfucker. Listen, I even sent prayers to him. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> I'm trying. Listen, I'm trying to work on my language. I'm so sorry. Okay, listen, I even sent prayers to him and they were ignored. But I would send nudes or, you know, just spicy texts or whatever. But the response would be so quick. That was an issue. So moving forward, this new version of me, this grown version of me. Oh, baby. We got to be aligned or, or you can't talk to me. I'm not even on that type of time. I'm not on that type of time. Because now I just... Whew, thank you, Hope Spirit. <laughs> now I know what real love is. Now I know... That the next thing that I get into, it's going to be a partnership, not a dictatorship. I have a lifetime partner. I'm speaking it into existence. (laughs) I have a lifetime partner. And this time, the Lord is in the center of it. God is in the center of it. You know, sometimes... You got to go back home to regroup. And that's what I had to do. The Lord called me home. He said, return unto me. He said, return unto me. This is not what I designed you to do. This is not what you're here for. Now, granted... Before destruction, there's there's multiple warnings, and I was hard hit. I was. He showed me a lot, 
and I still stayed. But the important thing is, I came back. And I came back when I was ready, like, I came back just in time. <laughs> like, honey, I thank God. So just a little recap. Okay, I was delivered from anger issues, you know, anger management, okay, addiction, vices, toxic connections, abusive relationships, and the definition of love was redefined for me so beautifully. And my focus is on maintaining my peace, continuing my healing. And the next connection that I get into, because, you know, that's the thing about a pure heart. I'm not giving up on love. I'm just done loving me. I'm just done loving broken like demons like I'm I'm done with that moving forward my God ordained spouse that's what I'm aiming for if you don't want God in the center of our relationship we will not have a relationship or a friendship so yeah that's my little recap and ooh 33 minutes <laughs> see See, I'm on it. I may digress a little bit. You understand what I'm saying? But I'm on it. Um, So if you don't learn anything from anything that I said, go back home. Go to the Lord. Seek his face. Because listen, let me tell you something. When you pick that wide and that that broad path that everybody else picked, it's going to lead to destruction. You're not going to be happy. Take the road less travel because the promise that's at the end of that is greater than what the enemy is promising you. And then remember, the devil is to deceive. He's not going to keep his word. He's going to trick you. He's going to make you do what he wants you to do. And then you're going to be asked out at the end. But you said, did you really believe the devil? He's going to try when, and I'm going to say this too, right when you're close to your promise, your breakthrough, your deliverance, he's going to try to tempt you, test you, and try you in so many ways, but you have to stay strong. I can say this because I've been through it. I've been tempted to go back and forth. I've been tempted. Yeah, pretty much to go back and forth. I don't crave you know, drinks anymore, or I don't, you know, have an urge to smoke. So I've been tempted to engage in toxicity and go back and forth and talk in circles with a narcissist. But my discipline, I plead the blood of Jesus over my discipline and it's so strong. My discernment, I'm able to recognize the patterns. I'm able to recognize when I'm being tested I encourage you to spend some time alone. Spend some time alone and spend some time with Christ. Spend some time with the Father and he will guide you. He will transform you. Whatever you ask him, he will reveal to you. That's why he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek my face. Come to me for wisdom. Not the tarot readers, not the tarot videos, 
not the astrology or whatever. See God. He will tell you whatever it is that you need to know. And rely on the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. It is a lot of things that I've been through and I don't understand why I had to go through it when I was going through it. I didn't understand why it was happening. He said, you may not understand now, but you will later. This is my later. I went through abuse and being loved incorrectly so that I, one, have knowledge on what real love is. Two, it drew me closer to Christ. It brought me back home where I know I'm going to be loved unconditionally. I'm going to be covered. And three, it set the standard on how my husband, my real husband, my God-ordained spouse, my kingdom spouse is going to treat me. I have wisdom over my vices. What are they really for? A distraction. Keep a sober mind and move vigilantly. Sorry. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light, man. Stay rooted and established in love at all times. It's 12-12 when I said that. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with your journey. Be patient with your growth and your healing. Ooh, my nose is itching. The Holy Spirit is in his robe. My enthusiasm, when I get enthusiastic and I get excited, my nose get the itching. And it could mean somebody's talking about me too, but that ain't nothing new. But um, hopefully it won't be too long before I drop another video. Uh... What is this, YouTube? Before I drop another um, episode. Um, but just be mindful and take heed, man. Every time you step outside your door, is it's spiritual warfare. Dress yourself in the full armor of God. Keep a sober mind, man. Because when that buzz is gone, you know, and you... They ran through that bottle, your problem's still gonna be there. So you might as well, you know, go to the Lord and ask Him how to deal with it. Give you the strength to get through it. Okay? Alright, so um, yeah, I'm out. Bye.